baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. It's 9.30 in 716. I'm Susan Rose. I'm Brian Mesrowski. Outside, looking pretty chilly this morning. We've got 27 degrees. Let's go to the National Weather Service. Meteorologist Jason Allenbaugh is joining us. A lot of attention on the upcoming weekend, Jason, with the Bills game and a potential lake effect event. What does it look like as of this morning, Tuesday morning? Yeah, that's, that potential is still definitely there, but um, we also have our eyes on another potential, too. Isn't that, so I'd call this like a one-two punch. It looks like um, we're going to have a system come through late Wednesday night, Thursday. Um, that one's going to be a very messy system. It looks like all winter types are kind of possible, snow, ice, um, rain, some sleet. All of those could, could occur. It um, looks like right now the better chance for the ice is going to be inland, kind of over western New York, especially over the higher terrain. Um, but then Thursday night, things will change to rain and snow. Uh, it looks kind of quiet then for Friday. And then, yes, the lake effect event looks like for Saturday, Saturday night, and into Sunday, and maybe even in a little longer as well and for this weekend. As it looks like uh, right now, how much snow should we be expecting on Saturday? Yeah, it's really too early to tell as far as the, the, the snowfall amounts. But right now the pattern does look pretty favorable, especially on Saturday into Saturday night and um, into Sunday for the, the Buffalo Metro to kind of get um, into the heavier lake effect snow. The pattern, um, it then shifts. It looks like things will probably start to shift more to the south as we get later into the weekend. So as far as the persistence, that, that factor doesn't necessarily look like it'll be there for the whole weekend, but um, definitely some, some heavy, potentially heavy lake effect snow is possible. Would wind also be a factor with this? The winds will be gusty. Right now, looking at things, it doesn't look like anything too too drastic to cause a lot of blowing and drifting of snow, but there'll be some, there'll be some gusty winds. Okay. Um, we'll be watching out for that. It's, uh, is the lake still wide open? You know, we knew uh, before the big snowstorm in November, the lake was warm. We were kind of like ripe for getting hit with the big lake effect snow. Are the conditions still right for it? Absolutely. The conditions are still good. Um, the water temperatures have fallen now. The uh, latest one is 44 on, the, on Lake Erie, but it's actually going to be a little colder through this event as far as just, just the loft here. So that's going to help us kind of generate the lake effect snow. It all comes down to just the wind direction and kind of where things will you know, set up as far as the, the heavier snow bands um, for Saturday into Saturday night and into Sunday. And just when things will shift around and, and everybody that knows, you know, kind of <laughs> knows that those are the kind of the details that are still kind of be, to be pinned down at this point. But um, definitely the potentials there as we get into the weekend. All right, Jason, I know you'll be watching it for us. Thank you. Jason Allenbaugh joining us from the National Weather Service. A lot of people talking about snow in the forecast for Saturday night's Bills game. It's always a part of it, right? In Western New York here, always a part of our, of, of our preparation and um, looks like we could get some some snow, so we'll just keep an eye on it as we move through the week. Bills coach Sean McDermott yesterday, he's not the only one getting ready for the possibility of lake effect. Here's WBEN's Max Ferry. The Buffalo Bills will take on the Miami Dolphins on Saturday night in Orchard Park, and the snow stops for nobody. 
Early forecasts suggest more snow coming to the region later this week and weekend. Local Orchard Park businesses and lot owners aren't too concerned, but they're always ready when it comes to removing the snow. Eric Matuio, owner of the Hammers Lot, is ready to go. Overall, I mean, I had contractors lined up to come in and uh, remove any snow that uh, might accumulate and salt, put salt down also, which is very important. Uh, hopefully we'll, it'll miss us this uh, game coming up on Saturday, but... You know, you, you always got to be one step ahead. You know, you, you hope for the uh, best, but you prepare for the worst. Mark Ebeling, owner of Danny South, says it's nice to have your own equipment. He can clear his lot in approximately two hours if the snow isn't too excessive. Yeah, if, if you have your own snowplow, you're pretty in good shape. But if you're counting on somebody else, it's so hard to get through a snowstorm. And with the traffic that's going to be out here, it's going to be impossible. You know, last time last time we had seven feet of snow that, that one snow game, we were the only parking lot was cleared because I, I had my own equipment and I was doing it myself. If there's one thing that lot owners learned from the previous snow games is to not delay for calling back up, even if it takes some time to get the plows in. Max Ferry, WBEN.com News. All right, Max, thanks. Of course, we will be watching it. Now, in other news today, there's a move underway in Buffalo to adjust school schedules from a two-bell system to a three-bell system to alleviate transportation problems caused by a bus driver shortage. The Education Equity Task Force and Buffalo Common Council support the plan for start times at 7.30, 8.30, and 9.30. They are currently at 7.30 and 8.30. WBEN asked Mayor Byron Brown about it. I uh, support the three-bell initiative of of the Buffalo Public Schools. I think it makes sense to stagger the arrival time and the dismissal time so that our children uh, can get to school safely, so that there are not long waits for school buses. Uh, My wife and I are helping uh, to raise a great niece and a great nephew, five and six years old, and we have experienced, like many other Buffalo families, issues with the children being picked up and dropped off I think that the three-bell program can solve that. Mayor Brown is asking the district and teachers union to work together and put the needs of children first. A fourth appellate court in Rochester yesterday denying a preliminary injunction by preservationists to stop demolition of the Great Northern Grain Elevator on Ganson Street. The group campaign for Greater Buffalo has been trying to save the 125-year-old structure for nearly a year. A windstorm on December 11th of last year blew a big gaping hole into its northern wall. Demolition started in September. About 20% of the structure has been removed so far. The next chance at another appeal could be heard, and the case is in February, but it remains to see how much of the building would be left standing by then, hoping to connect with Tim Tillman of the Campaign for Greater Buffalo later on this morning. Gas prices are at a new low for the year, according to new data. With COVID worries and shutdowns in China, global demand for oil has taken a nosedive. Mixed with less demand in the U.S., some global politics and moves by OPEC, gas prices are now the lowest they've been in all of 2022. New data in from the Energy Department shows the average price of regular unleaded fell 15 more cents in the past week to 3.24 a gallon. That's eight cents less than at this time last year. Along the Gulf Coast, regular unleaded is now 2.72 a gallon. Alex Stone, EBC News. 3.61 here. That's down from 3.78 a month ago, but still higher on average than last year at this time, and higher than the state average of 3.57. 
Long called the holy grail of clean energy, scientists at Lawrence Livermore National Laboratory in California have reportedly achieved it. An announcement expected later this morning. Those scientists, it appears, have found a way to generate energy through nuclear fusion, the thermonuclear reaction that powers the sun. Using nearly 200 gigantic lasers aimed at a piece of metal the size of a pencil eraser, they've created energy gain, like nuclear energy but without nuclear waste. Professor Troy Carter at UCLA's Plasma Science Technology Institute says this is a really big deal. It paves the way towards practical fusion energy as an electricity source. This is a huge step on along the way. He says in about a decade, fusion could become a power source of carbon-free electricity. Alex Stone, EBC News. All right, we'll be watching for that. And this happening, the founder of the now bankrupt cryptocurrency trading firm FTX, once valued at $32 billion, is in custody in the Bahamas. Sam Bankman-Fried arrested at the request of the U.S. government. The charges not being unveiled until later today, but the 30-year-old is said to be facing a multi-count fraud indictment. Bankman-Fried's downfall has been swift. Once the poster boy for cryptocurrency, his company spending hundreds of millions on stadium naming rights, luxury beachfront properties, and celebrity endorsements. You just need FTX. And even a Super Bowl ad where Larry David sarcastically advised people not to use FTX. It's a safe and easy way to get into crypto. Eh, I don't think so. Now David and Brady and other celebrities are named in a class action lawsuit linking them to FTX's deception. Also facing legal challenges, Bankman Freed's parents who were both involved with the company. Your exclusive WBEN 7 weather forecast. Partly cloudy skies this morning, mostly sunny skies this afternoon. Temperatures will be in the low 30s. Tonight, partly cloudy and chilly. Overnight lows in the low 20s. Wednesday, a mix of sun and clouds with temperatures in the low to mid 30s. Thursday, a wintry mix returns with rain, snow, freezing rain, and sleet across the area then. With your exclusive WBEN 7 weather forecast, I'm Chief Meteorologist Aaron Minkowski. Meteorologist Andy Parker is joining us with a look at Saturday, Andy, because we're all kind of concerned. We feel like we've been through this before. The snow, a Bills game lining up perfectly. What should we be expecting? The timing of it certainly is going to be something uh, as we watch. If it was a Sunday game, I think a lot of it ends up uh, south of the stadium. But the fact that it's an evening game on Saturday and the timing of this appears to be lining up that the lake effect will begin to form and then intensify during the afternoon, setting the stage for some snow during the evening hours. And the snow zone, kind of the target area, initially favors the city and then slightly to the south. The further we get into the weekend, the further south it's going to go, eventually sinking into some deeper areas Cattaraugus County in the second half of the weekend. When do you think we'll really have a good handle on what to expect? Uh, The timing is really coming into uh, focus today. So here we are Tuesday talking about Saturday, but you can start to see the elements. Keep in mind, we have a weather system in front of this. That's a fairly significant weather system. The one that arrives on Thursday, bringing the wintry mix, some ice in the southern tier, some heavy, wet snow for central New York and Allegheny County. Once that gets out of the way, then we can really turn our attention to the intensity of this because that's going to be the key. Now, the timing of it, we know it's going to begin on Saturday morning and kind of uh, line up a little bit during the afternoon for the 
south towns, but then will it reach that two to three inch an hour intensity or will this thing kind of be a, a smaller version? So that's what will become unlocked probably Wednesday evening. And then the duration of this, because it looks like it's going to run through Sunday. One of the models, the most aggressive one, if, you're, if you love lake effect snow, the Canadian model is taking this all the way into Monday. The, the other models kind of diminish it as we get to the start of the work week. Now, looking at this game, I think a lot of people have the memory, right, of the game against Indianapolis, what, that's now five years ago, when the <laughs> snow came down during the game. I mean, pregame, it was a party, and then after, everyone was shoveling out their cars because so much snow fell during the game. I Is it lining up for anything like that, or, or was that really an extreme snowfall back then? Um, that was a lake effect event that was literally a few miles. It was Prague to stay over Boston. And it just slid ever so slightly to the north and included the stadium. Uh, it was about a two-inch-an-hour snowfall. And if you were in the stands on TV, it was very hard to see uh, once it gets to be that heavy. So I'm going to say that Western New Yorkers who are going to be watching the game at home or on TV – are hoping for a snowfall rate that is less than two inches an hour because otherwise it's hard to see the plays actually happen on the field. When you think about the game that we had uh, on Sunday against the Jets, we had a rain-snow mix, and at times you could kind of they point the camera at the lights and you could see the snow coming down. Now, when you get those big, heavy, wet flakes with a little bit of sideways snow and you know that wind that curls through the stadium, uh, it can create some bad visibilities for uh, for viewers, and not to mention the folks that are on the field in the uniforms trying to play in that. But uh, more than that, I was at the game in Miami this year. It was literally an oven in there. Everybody that has this story, I can attest to that 100%. They really had no shade. They had three guys running around with these uh, portable uh, umbrellas trying to hold it over a few of our players. Now, juxtapose that to where they're not in the shade anymore, but now they're coming up here. And it could end up being the complete opposite. I mean, that's the real fun narrative of this is the payback to the team that stuck us in the sun during one mm-hmm. of the hottest games ever and turned it into this. It's revenge. And we heard the other night that Miami had heaters on the field for the Chargers game when it was 55 degrees. That's a little soft, don't you think? I mean, most outdoor heaters don't even turn on until you start to get a little cooler than uh, than 55. But, you know, they say revenge is best served cold. And if you're in western New York, why not cold and snowy? I kind of like that. My plan for Saturday, uh, I'm going to bring a shovel with me in the car uh, when we're just in case I need it for after the game uh, in the parking lot. Is, is that a good idea? Should more people be doing that? First of all, it's a good idea to have that small shovel in your trunk no matter what. You live in western New York long enough, you're going to understand at some point that shovel will save you. But oh, I'm talking you know a full-size one, Andy. Oh, oh, you're going. You're not just going the mini one. No. Where you're on your knees digging out of a tire. You're going the full the full size. Yeah, if you've got room, it doesn't hurt. Um, do I think anyone's going to get stranded at the stadium and not be able to leave? No, I don't foresee that is uh, is the case. But uh, it because this does look like it will be on the move. There's a lot of differences between this and the last one. I cannot tell you how many people 
uh, are, are looking at the last one, say, is this going to be a repeat? It really does not appear to be a repeat for a number of reasons, but either way, it's still a decent, uh, decent event, and it could be one that plays out on the national stage uh, if it ends up at the stadium right at the time of the game. All right, good to know. And we've got a wide open Lake Erie again. I mean, that's got to be a contributor, right? It is. Lake Erie's not as warm. Last time it was in the mid-50s, it's been knocked down in the 40s. So that's another contributing factor of the intensity of this storm. The last one was kind of this big, strong lake effect event that really didn't get muscled around by the, by the greater winds. It kind of hit and stuck. This one, without kind of that extra muscle, looks like it will be influenced a little bit more by the winds. So it may be shifting a little bit more than the last one instead of just hitting and sticking. But um, I do want to mention that there's so many questions with this coming up, including the system right in front of us, that if anybody wants to text me, I know you guys have my text number, but I just want to put that out there for all of Western New York. It's 503-ANDY or 503-2639. Just send me a text with your questions. Happy to take all the all the questions anybody wants to ask. And, and you might be texting that number 503-ANDY tomorrow because uh, I, starting Thursday, it looks like things change. We've been really calm here the past week or so, Andy, and uh, not just over the weekend and for the Bills game Saturday, but looks like at the back half of this week, we're, we're starting to get the weather again. It is. This is going to be a pattern that will continue right on through Christmas. So a lot of folks are asking, is it going to be a white Christmas? The chance for us to make it to Christmas with snow is really good. Here's two reasons why. It stays in the the cold zone. The the cold air out west begins shifting to the east. So there's no huge warm-ups for us between now and Christmas. We have this system this weekend that brings us lake effect. Another one of these kind of cuts through the Great Lakes during the week next week. And then another shot of cold, it looks like right on Christmas Day itself. So we've got a number of opportunities to put some snow on the ground. And then, of course, it comes the great debate. Is a white Christmas snow on the ground, or does it just include falling snow on Christmas Day? There's, there's two sides of that fence. I never know which. I'll take the snow falling sometimes. That, that works for me. Yeah, you're right on that. All right, and so another question, too, about uh, Thursday and Friday leading up to Saturday. Are Thursday and Friday manageable around here? Manageable, yes. I think if you're in uh, Niagara, uh, Erie, and Orleans and Genesee, you're going to see some sloppy snow, that slushy stuff, but it's not going to really want to stick really well, just like what we had on Sunday. It was coming down, but that slush just doesn't want to stick as much. I think in the morning in Chautauqua and Cattaraugus County, the chance for some ice, up to a tenth of an inch of ice, is really the key to this one. That could be some tricky travel Thursday morning near the Pennsylvania line. Then you go to Allegheny County, they could end up with four to six inches of that heavy wet snow by the time we get to the evening hours. So there's a huge line between the lake shores, which really don't get much, and then you start to see those healthy totals inland. If you have travel across New York State during the day, uh, late Thursday into Friday, it's going to be very difficult on 17 or the 90, and then travel to the East Coast by air. Start looking ahead right now if you have any Friday travel into the major hubs, because the storm system, while it isn't that impactful for us, it will be along the coast. This will be a big coastal low that comes up and affects all the majors from Philly to uh, New York and eventually Boston. So it's something that I would expect delays or cancellations out of. 
All right. Hey, Andy, uh, thanks so much. Enjoy talking with you as always. And uh, hey, uh, what's that number again? People can text to find out more. Super easy. 503-ANDY, 503-2639. Text any of the questions that you'd like, and and we'll uh, talk to you guys again as the storm gets closer. Sounds good. Andy Parker, meteorologist, joining us live. That's 930 in 716. We're back tomorrow with another edition from the studios of WBEN Buffalo. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.